Welcome to the You Hide Me at Hello podcast with me, your host, Deb Houston. I'm not a recruiter. I am a hiring strategist. And whether you are hiring your first employee or you already have a team of 50 plus, you're in the right place. As an ex-recruiter of 17 years, I geek out on anything to do with hiring strategy and processes. And my goal is to help you hire the right people for your business whilst avoiding those costly hiring mistakes. Most business leaders and owners have not been taught how to hire. So I set up this podcast to help you win the war for talent and stop repelling your dream employees. From employer branding, talent attraction strategy and hiring processes to interviewing and onboarding your employees, there's a topic for everyone, all with a lighthearted and fun vibe. So without further ado, let's get cracking and get stuck in. Welcome back for the latest episode of the You Hired Me at Hello podcast with me, your host, Deb Houston. Today, I'll be discussing the importance of providing constructive feedback during the hiring process and how you can do it the right way. Now, going by the number of applicants that complain that they don't get any feedback or any updates after interviews, this suggests that there is a severe lack of feedback being given full stop. Not giving feedback after interviews is one of the biggest culprits for companies getting a bad reputation in the market. If somebody has taken time out of their day to submit an application to your company, prepare for an interview and then attend an interview either virtually or in person, then at the very least, they definitely deserve a phone call to say thank you and some constructive feedback to help them in their future endeavours. For me, this is just a minimum expectation that should be maintained. Now, constructive feedback, we need to remember, is not just relevant for applicants that are being told they've been unsuccessful after the interview. Constructive feedback actually plays a really great part in telling successful candidates that they're progressing through to the next round or job offer also. Now, the purpose of constructive feedback is to give the person a piece of information that is useful to them and they can utilise moving forwards. For a unsuccessful candidate, for example, this might be giving them an example of how they could have answered a question differently to improve their performance or providing some context as to what they need to do moving forwards to improve their interview technique, etc., or how they articulate their experience. Something useful. For a successful candidate, the feedback could focus on example of where they did really well. What did you like about the interview? You know, how did they excel above other candidates? You know, why are they progressing through to the next step? It's also a great opportunity to let them know of any key areas where they need to improve on for the next round of interview, because this will also show their ability to adapt and receive feedback and then how they implement it. Now, what tends to happen is we conduct interviews, we get excited about the ones that we like, and then we contact them to arrange a second interview or make an offer, and we get totally sidetracked and we forget about providing that crucial constructive feedback to those who have been successful, but also are more likely the ones that have been unsuccessful. And what happens is the unsuccessful candidates often get left hanging. And before we know it, they get ghosted and never contacted ever again. Now, why is constructive feedback so important both for you and the applicant? Now, providing constructive feedback can really help the applicant understand their own strengths and weaknesses and how they can improve. For the unsuccessful ones, it gives them something that they can work on to ultimately 
get their dream job. And for the successful applicants, it's, as I mentioned previously, it's an opportunity for you to see how they respond to feedback and how they implement it in the next stage of the interview. I mean, it's a great insight as to how coachable they are. Secondly, constructive feedback is a way of demonstrating your leadership style. The applicant gets an insight as to how you deliver feedback, and it will demonstrate that as a leader, you are happy to provide constructive feedback and help them grow and develop. Now, there are so many managers out there that shy away from constructive feedback because they've never been taught how to do it. So the fact that you're doing it at the interview stage will reassure the applicant that this is something you are comfortable with and it sets that tone for the relationship and the energetics that you will have between you. It's already establishing that open two-way communication. And it also protects your brand and reputation. Now, people talk. If you give vague feedback or leave a candidate hanging or even ghost them, word will get around. When this starts to happen consistently and regularly, applicants start to tell each other. The industries are quite small and eventually everybody will hear that, you know, if you submit an application, they don't hear back and you'll just stop getting applications from top talent. I've actually seen this happen so many times with organisations and when I've worked with them to help them rectify that, we get there, but it can take a long time. So prevention is always better than the cure, as I say. On the flip side, imagine how amazing people will think you and your brand is if your feedback helps them land their dream job. Now, just because you don't want to hire that person, it doesn't mean that they're not someone else's perfect employee. People don't know what they don't know. And if no one has ever given them constructive feedback on how they perform in an interview, they will have no idea if they're a good interviewee or a bad interviewee. So just think of it that you're always helping them. Now, also as well, constructive feedback can lead to better hires. Just because a candidate interviews well, it doesn't mean that they're going to be the model employee. So giving constructive feedback will be a trial run for what the dynamics would be like between you and them if they worked with you. And it also gives a better candidate experience. You know, the applicant will end the process feeling valued, respected and feeling like their time was well spent, which ultimately leaves them having had a positive experience. And also as well, and probably more importantly, it provides closure, which in reality is what people actually are looking for. They're not bothered about hearing a no. Most just want to get that closure and know if they are still putting their energy into this process or whether they should be focusing on a different hiring process and organisation. Organization. Now, what are the do's and don'ts when giving constructive feedback? Now, there is an art to giving constructive feedback. So I'm just going to walk through a few points to help you along your way. Now, number one, timing is everything. And I break timing into two parts. Part A is timing in the sense that ensuring it's a good time for them to talk and it's convenient. And B, timing from a perspective of ensuring the feedback is given in a timely manner. So, you know, don't leave for it for two weeks. I always say that maximum 48 hours for feedback after a job interview is plenty time. Even if you are still interviewing applicants through a first round, you can still call a candidate and applicant and let them have some feedback. Yep, this is the feedback from the interview and we're still interviewing so we should know by next Friday who's been successful second stage. It's still an update and it's still feedback. Secondly, ask permission. 
You'll find that if you ask permission to provide the constructive feedback, the applicant will be so much more receptive to what you have to say. So advise straight away if they've been successful or unsuccessful and then let them know that there is some constructive feedback you'd like to share. Are you open to receiving it? If they say yes, you're going to have their full attention and they're going to be really interested in what you have to say and really take that feedback on board. Some people just don't want feedback. They might also be very aware that what they did in the interview and know what they need to do. So they may say, no need, you know, from my perspective, this is what I need to do differently next time. So always ask that permission and the response that you will get, it's a game changer. Now, thirdly is be specific. Don't be vague with your feedback. Now, here's an example of vague feedback and we've probably all heard this. There was a stronger candidate. We went with somebody with more experience. We found someone that's a better fit. It was a close call, but the other person had the edge. That kind of feedback is just really, really fluffy and it's an avoidance technique. Uh, What does this actually mean? If the other candidate was stronger, there's a reason why. So think about something tangible that the person you're telling is unsuccessful can work with. Like what could they have done differently in their interview to be the best applicant? And maybe their examples didn't quite hit the mark to demonstrate the level of competency you were looking for. You know, maybe, again, their interviewing technique wasn't able to demonstrate the right behaviours for this role. So referring to something specific, they said, so it makes sense to them. Yeah, it will, it will help them be able to relate of how they can utilise that information moving forwards. Four is to stay factual. Keep the feedback purely to facts and things that were said or happened in the interview. If you start talking about feelings or gut feeling or your opinion, the feedback can start to become a bit more personal and therefore destructive and hurtful as opposed to constructive. Number five is to be respectful and kind. And there is a difference between constructive feedback and destructive feedback. Constructive feedback is you providing a piece of information that can help that person in their future endeavours. So in their next interview, you know, how is the information that you're providing going to help them in that next job application? If you keep it to that, it will be constructive. Keep on asking yourself, is this helpful or hurtful? On the flip side, destructive feedback lacks empathy, it's personal and it's going to hurt the person's feelings. So if you're sensing that what you're about to say might hurt someone's feelings, take a step back and just think about how you can articulate it differently so that it is of benefit to their next job application. Number six is to be prepared to hear their side. It is possible that you may have misunderstood what they said, or maybe your questioning technique needs some improvement and they didn't understand what you were asking for. Let them be heard, thank them for sharing and be empathetic if they do want to share some feedback on your feedback. And also as well, number seven is be open to receiving constructive feedback from them. If you find constructive feedback a little awkward, open it up at the end. Tell them it's been a pleasure to meet them. And before you finish the call, do they have any feedback for you, the interview or even the process? Now, remember, interviews are a two-way street. They are interviewing you just as much as you are interviewing them. So it's a great opportunity for them to share with you how things could have been different for them as an applicant, because that feedback as well could make and break 
you finding your dream employee also. Now, we as humans just hate letting people down and saying no. So this is why many of us shy away from giving constructive feedback as we're worried we may upset someone. So if you keep the feedback to constructive and helpful and specific, then the person you're talking to will thank you for sharing that with them and they'll really appreciate you helping them as, you know, they're going to learn something new and have something that they can implement into their next interview, which is ultimately going to help them on their career journey. So that is a wrap for today's episode where we've discussed constructive feedback during the hiring process and how important it is and how if it's done in the right way, it can really add great value to you, your process and your team that you hire moving forwards. Thanks for listening. That's all folks. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to the You Hide Me at Hello podcast and feel free to leave a review and share it with your network. For further info, check out the link to the website in the podcast description. Thanks again from me, your host, Deb Houston. From me to you, over and out until next time.